Hey guys and ghouls, I'm Katie Toole. And I'm Sean Reedy. This is Friday Night Frights. And this is our bonus. Bonus. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Bonus mini-sode about Halloween ends. ends. <laughs> Which is a lie. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be the last movie. Oh, there's no way. There's no way. Like, it's the ending. It's it's a very clear ending of this trilogy. Yes. Trilogy. But it's not the last Halloween movie. No. Right. Evidenced by the fact. I mean, we've talked about this many times. The word final is in two Friday the 13th movies and a Friday movie. None of those is the last film in the series. So, like, yep. I don't know why... They just continue to put, like, terminal-type words in horror movie titles. I don't know. They make you think, no, nah, this will be the last one. They're like, none of that. No. We like money. No. And it's making money. Mm-hmm. So. But yes, this is a review. This is a mini-sode. So we're going to try to be as non-spoilery as possible. Um... I am going to say one thing because I have a theory that will be slightly spoilery, but I, I will warn you so that you can like skip ahead if you want. Let me get to know. Sean, what did you think of Halloween ends? Okay. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I thought that Halloween ends was an improvement from Halloween kills, which is a low bar. Right. And that is what I will acknowledge. The fact that it is an improvement, it is not by any means a masterpiece. No, um, but you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it I either. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the direction that they took. No, there was, it was still, um, for lack of a better term right now, plot holy. <laughs> oh yeah, completely nonsensical. What yes. the fuck is happening? Yes. At any point. But it, at least... It was a good ride. They were trying to do something fresh. Right. Like, I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Like, they they took a big swing and, and, like, did it go over the fence? No. Solid ground ball single? Sure. <laughs> the, the one thing that I have to say, and, and I don't know if this is going to tie into this lately. I'm, tell me if this is too spoilery. Okay. We can cut it out. Okay. They had an opportunity... They had a direct opportunity to continue this franchise in a completely different way. And they decided against it. Right. <laughs> they said, mm, nah. <laughs> right. And all it would have taken is a single character being able to walk away at the end. Yep. That's all. That's it. And they said, nah. Nah. We set ends. <laughs> we set ends. We done. We're done. Done. Uh... So yeah, there are a lot of things that don't make sense. For example, and I don't think this is a big of a spoiler because like you learn this in the first scene of the movie. There's a character who the whole town thinks murdered a child in cold blood. Right. Throughout the entire film, people continually confront and antagonize this man. So like, you think this man murdered a child. Mm -hmm. And so what you're going to do is you're going to go and get up in his face. This man that murdered a child. Yeah, not a good plan. I don't think that's how people would react. No. I just don't. No, I think they would just avoid him at all costs. Yes. You would be shunned and ostracized, sure. Right. Would you leave town? Fucking probably. Yeah. Again, if you just listened to our Halloween Kills episode, I will reiterate that 
I believe that we should have a serious conversation about what the fuck is going on in Haddonfield that nobody ever moves away, no matter how horrible their experience in this town has been. Yep. Move one town over. Yeah. It's not even a big town. You don't have to move that far. Yeah. For example, we meet Laurie Strode, right? This is not at all a spoiler because, like, you know she survives the last movie, right? So, like, we meet Laurie Strode and she has bought a house because she has decided to, like, live her life to the fullest instead of living in fear, which is what she's done for the last 40 years, right? Right. After her daughter dies at the end of Halloween Kills, Mm -hmm. she's decided that she's going to try to make a better life for herself and her granddaughter. And so she buys a house in the middle of Haddonfield. Why would you do that? Leave. 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 <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. So long, farewell, Auf Wiedersehen, goodbye. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate it. It was kind of fun. It was, I kind of liked it. It was fun. To be honest, I was like, this is kind of, this is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> I definitely recommend watching it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, uh, what I like about this a lot is that they took a more subtle approach. And I feel like it's more of a, it it is more reminiscent of the original, in a certain aspect. It's darker, in a in a more brooding. Right. Well. And that ties into my theory, but oh, okay. We'll we'll get there. We'll get All there. Right. I, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but um, like yeah, it's just it, the the plot line. It moves in a, a bit of a slower pace. Mm-hmm. Um. But not in a bad way. There's just not as many... There's not as many, like, moving parts as there is in Kills. Yes. Which is, like... I mean, I still think that there are too many. Like, I think that it it's, it's reaching for profundity a little too much. Yes. Because the brilliance of the original was that it was so simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one street in one town. It was two houses. Yeah. He walked from one house to the other house. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he took a stroll he took this a stroll whole movie he, again I keep saying it he went trick or treating yeah the only reason he like even found Lori is because she went to look for Annie right right and then she found the bodies and then she ran back to the Doyle house right mm-hmm. so very simple very simple straightforward sequence of events mm-hmm. there's no point where you were lost about where you were or what was happening. No. And to a certain extent, the 2018 Halloween was the same. Yeah. Because it was so laser focused mm-hmm. on Lori and her family. Right. That you were really with them the whole time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a ton of confusion about where you were. In Kills, you never know where the fuck you are. It's like you jumping were. back and forth so often that you get dizzy. I mean, I, I have to say, like... I mean, if you listen to our episode, it's a little chaotic in a great way. Right. Yeah. But it, we embodied the movie. <laughs> if you want to know the if you want to know the mood of the movie, yeah, we the jump episode. around yeah. all over the place because that's how the plot. That's is how the out. plot is. You have to. You <laughs> yes. cannot. You cannot just sort of like organize it because it is disorganized. Mm-hmm. Um, this one does pull back on that. This one is much more focused. Yes. Mm-hmm. Much more focused. It is focused on a brand new character, mm-hmm. which is what's pissing a lot of people off. Right. Like, but I don't know. I kind of like it. I, yes. There's, there's some, there's some direction that they do with the movie that I don't necessarily agree with, but 
I enjoy the new character. I do agree that it's like a fresh take on the series. There's only so much. There's only so many times you can make the same right. goddamn movie, and they yes. tried to make something different. And was it 100% successful? No, but at least they tried. And I have to say, one of my favorite things is that out of the three opening sequences, mm-hmm. this I think is the best. This is the only one where I mean, I legitimately and unironically gasped. gasped. Me as well. I was like, <gasps> like, oh, was not expecting that was not expecting it was not expecting it to be as graphic as it was like it's it was a like i said it was a big swing (laughs) it it was a big swing whoop i mean that (laughs) the the bounce yeah it was yeah it was a big swing and there was a bounce yep you might think we're still talking about baseball but we're not nope we're describing the scene there was not a miss nope and yeah. there was, I will say that when I like when I was watching the scene, I was like, "What the fuck does this have to do with the story?" Right, right. Then they explain. Kind of. I mean, it's just kind of like a bad thing that happens to him, right? right? Like it's just yeah. a, a a series of where his you know emotions got the best of him, mm-hmm. and it resulted in something very bad happening. Yes, <laughs> very bad happening. Um, another portion, especially since it's happening right now, I think this might be my favorite opening. I was uh, just about the, to say that. The title sequence. Yes. It is so cool. Like, I love the original one. I love the one, the original. Well, of course, I obviously love the original one. But I love the one in the 2018 remake. Right. With the, the pumpkin that was from Rodden coming back. Coming back. Mm-hmm. The one that was in the second one was okay. Um, it was just a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns floating for, towards you and, and they're on fire. Right. That was it was okay. I mean, f- fire, you know. It, yeah. It's... The, the, the place, he was on fire. Right. At the moment. At the beginning. It makes sense. Yeah. But this one is just... It's so cool. It's so well done. It's very cool. I <laughs> like it a lot. And they literally just like, here you go. Here's all of the greatest scenes from the past movie, which are just the kills. Yep. <laughs> and only like four of them. Yep. <laughs> Well, I mentioned this at the end of our last episode, but like I saw somebody on Twitter saying that you can jump, you can just completely skip over kills entirely. Like you can jump from the 2018 movie to this movie and not lose a goddamn thing. Nope. With the exception of Karen's death is the only like significant thing that carries forward. Yeah. Otherwise Nothing else. They don't fucking mention anyone else. Who died? Nope. Never said the name Tommy Doyle again. Like, nothing. They're gone. It's fine. Okay. So here's my theory. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, skip forward maybe a minute or two. Start with a minute. Because I don't know how much we're going to discuss this once. Okay, fair enough. All right. Jump forward now, if you don't want any risk of a spoiler. No. Two, three, one. Okay. So, this kid's name is Corey. Mm -hmm. He was probably born around the year 2000. Right? Because he's like late teens, young adult. Yeah, at this point, yeah. And in 2022. So he was probably born around the year 2000. I've never heard of a Corey born past the year 1990. Right? Yeah. 
which is in itself not a thing. But his name is Corey, and he's a character in a horror movie. All right, stick with me. <laughs> his name is Corey. He rides a motorcycle. Uh-huh. He's got curly dark hair. Uh-huh. He wears leather. Uh-huh. He's brooding. He's transforming into something darker than he was before. Okay, I feel like I know exactly where you're going with this. He goes to an underground cavern where he makes friends with a monster. Yep, I know exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> this and the soundtrack is full of like punk rock. Yeah. This movie is as much a love letter to Lost Boys as it is to Halloween. Yeah. Maybe more so. <laughs> yeah. I see it. I see it and I am a thousand percent on board with you on this. Like every time he's like riding his motorcycle, mm-hmm. right? And like the music's going and he's riding his motorcycle and his like his like, you know, dark curly hairs. I mean, they style him to look like the guy from Lost Boys. They really do. And his name is Corey. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I full stop agree with you on that. Right? Yeah. I I think this is not a theory. I think this is honestly... It, honestly just I think straight you're right. up, Just straight up interpretation. Yes. Like, not a theory, just clearly mm-hmm. analysis. That's what's happening here. Yeah. All right. So if you skip forward... Okay, you can come back. Yeah, you can come back. Um, so without saying anything else about it, that... Is actually something I really loved about the movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, it does feel, there's, like I said, with Halloween Kills, like, I felt like it, it had a very much so, to a certain degree, an H, H2O vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like this has a, just a straight up 80s movie vibe. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, including, like, just how vicious everyone is. Yep. Like, that's, again, this thing, like, where they think this kid killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And they all decide that they're gonna like poke the bear, and that's 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 like what that's what they're gonna do. It also has this feeling of like very much not being totally clear about what decade we're in. I mean, obviously, we know what decade we're in. We know it's supposed to be oh, modern right. day, right? Like the the very beginning, it says Halloween two twenty nineteen, and that was like several years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And like they've got iPhones and shit, but like. The motorcycle is a vintage motorcycle. Everyone is driving vintage cars. You know, they are like, there are several scenes in a diner that is just like out of, you know, like everyone is kind of styled old school. Can we the talk about- The radio station. The radio station, like <laughs> that people are listening to the radio station, first of all. <laughs> and the like, fact that the the host is straight from the 70s. And he's oh my like God. That. Yes. He's got like a, like a mustard turtleneck. Although it's also Halloween. So that could be a Halloween costume actually. It is Halloween on that it's night. It's Halloween night, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because By he was that not, point, it's Halloween. He was not dressed like that the other day when they ran into him. Right, right, right. So that's fair. Okay, so that's a Halloween costume. But still, the fact that they chose to dress him up like that for his Halloween costume. Right. They're just like... the. They're just like, you know, bringing in pieces of like sort of all the decades of the franchise. Right. <laughs> Which I also enjoyed. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things I enjoyed about this movie. Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I, if anything, don't listen to the critics and the like other like 
And I I'm about to say, don't listen to other reviews. that's not necessarily what i'm saying what i'm saying is um like uh, this movie got a lot of a lot of shit when it was first released which it was i know it was a week ago but no people are mad people are uh, people are mad at this movie and and i'm not saying that there weren't opportunities that were missed in this but it is a mass improvement from kills it is so it's at least enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Like, it's enjoyable, and it's fresh. Mm-hmm. The writing's better. The writing's better. They leave at least some things to your imagination. Yes. I kind of love that the, like, band of high school, high school bullies who, like, literally try to kill the main character are the band <laughs> yeah i know i'm like you're band geeks they're band like they're you're... not they're not like football players or basketball no. players they're the band you're supposed to not be like this <laughs> as a stereotype at least right i mean usually in movies that's right. how it goes but no the band geeks are the worst they are the worst people yes they they take a a more of a traditional slasher in a way right they're just it's okay so it's kind of again like i said it's it's reaching for a profundity that it's it's not going to find right um but it is trying to explore like how killers are made right rather than and, and like that is sort of the whole you know like the first one is is about sort of trauma and and how it affects you the second one is about like mob rule and this one is about how like individual people go crazy right, right. Mm-hmm. how how good people end up as murderers but like they don't generally like at least not to this degree <laughs> yep it's just like the 2018 one and this one do feel somewhat cohesive. And then Halloween Kills is just like over there. Like <laughs> yeah. the the entire thing in Halloween Kills about how he's like superhuman and he can't be defeated by brute force. And he da 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 And then the Michael that we see in this one is actually quite human and mm-hmm. like frail and, and weakened. And 70. <laughs> and 70. And he's acting like it. Right. Right? Like he's acting like he's 70 because right. he is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, it's just this, I don't know, it's just better. Like, I think maybe I wouldn't have liked it as much if I hadn't watched it directly after watching the other one. But like, I don't think it's terrible. No, I I agree. I think it's terrible. And you know, it's not like, yes, it's human. He's human, but they don't do to him what they do and only some of you will understand this to a degree but they don't do to him what they do in the sequel of the strangers what do you mean they completely change the entire plot oh yeah yeah yeah. no i mean he's still very much like he still very much wants to kill you right he's just not going to be as successful right because he's weakened right right well or i think another i think another example is in the remake of um, a Nightmare on Elm Street when mm-hmm. they're like the idea that you know they like don't really explicitly say I don't at least I don't remember them explicitly saying but they like heavily imply that Freddy was actually an innocent man when the town killed him yes and that completely changes the dynamic of the character right, right? Like, like no he's supposed to be a 
he's just an evil dick. Yes. Like he he's was supposed to be a child molester. He's a child molester and killer. Yes. Who then got killed through vigilante justice, which again, not a good idea, but that's what happened. Right. And then comes back to continue to kill children because that's what he likes to do for fun. Yep. That's it. It's, it's not, all you need. Yeah, it's not getting revenge. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. <laughs> it is, but, but not... But not because he was innocent. Right. Like, that's not, you know... They didn't drive him to become what he was. He was already that. He's just magic now. Right? Like, and that that's true. Like, Michael isn't a different person. Like, if you get anywhere near him, he's going to grab your throat. Yes, absolutely. Like, you're just like... The, the level of, you know, like him fucking taking down 30 or 40 people, all of whom were armed. <laughs> oh, and if there's one other thing that I could I could comment on mm-hmm. that I enjoy, um, it's that uh, Laurie Strode has gone back to her mostly original hairstyle from the first movie. Almost. Right. She's much cleaner. Yes. Similar, just about the same length. Mm-hmm. Um, less poofy. But you know, modern a modern version. Right. But <laughs> it was, ni- was nineteen seventy eight. Every- right. Everything was poofier. Yes, but it looks good. Yeah, no, she looks good. Yeah. She mm-hmm. looks good. <laughs> she is. She is writing a book. Like she's writing a memoir about her experiences. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the memes are strong with this one. Like already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everyone keeps making Sex in the City jokes, like with the picture of her at her computer. <laughs> Uh, they do continue the like slightly forced a little bit awkward kind of cute like blossoming romance between her and Frank right which again at the beginning is sort of like a a way to say like she's trying to move on she's trying to have an actual life and yada 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 Mm -hmm. it keeps getting interrupted by things like you know stereo colors (laughs) just a little bit here and there you know various shades Right. Various shapes. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> the various shape. The various shape. Again, this is by no means a perfect film. There's some uneven pacing. There is still some like clunky dialogue. There is some stuff that just doesn't make fucking sense. Along with everyone confronting somebody they think is a killer. And, like, antagonizing him, which is, like, seems like a bad idea if you think somebody is willing to kill somebody in cold blood, especially a child. Like, what do you think he's going to do to you? Um, But also, like, everyone in town seems to blame Lori for everything. (laughs) Yeah, like, she is just a survivor. In in ways that, like, they've never brought up before. It's like, suddenly. Yes. Now that everything is calmed down and he's gone. Now they got to blame someone. Now they're blaming Lori. <laughs> like what? Yes, like I know I I did mention in the in the Halloween Kills episode that I forgot her name again. Who was just there? Lori? No, Joel. Sandra. Sandra. Um I did mention that Sandra does technically survive. Yes, she yeah. is very very like um disabled from yes. her attack. She's the one that had the uh <laughs> tube light. The fluorescent, the fluorescent ball stuck the fluorescent, in her jugular. Yes, which is a great, great effect. But was a great effect. I don't feel like you would necessarily survive that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you would. Maybe you would. Um, I feel like you would have an issue with mercury poisoning too. But uh, she's in this again. Mm-hmm. 
and her sister just blames Lori for it. I'm like, she didn't stab her in the throat with the with the fucking light. Yeah. Well, and then like the 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 radio DJ is like she teased a brain damaged man, and it's like nobody what? Yeah, what? No one has ever called him brain damaged. That is not. And, like, I get it that that radio host is supposed to be, like, a conspiracy theorist. Right. Right. But but still. Like, oh, it was her fault. Or, like, the fact that the town has ostracized Corey, his mother blames on Lori somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like... And I get it. It's it's just ways to, like, like poke at the character and, like, interrupt her trying to be happy. Is like, And they, they do this to other characters, too, where, like, you know... People keep coming in and, and again being just very very direct. Yep. In ways that I just don't think people are. No. No, not generally. Especially not in the mid fucking west. This is Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> this is more of like a California experience. <laughs> New York. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Either of, either of them. Yeah. Realistically, Southern California, like. Midwesterners gossip. <laughs> yes, they talk behind your back. Yep. <laughs> We are non-confrontational. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say one more thing. Maybe the best soundtrack of the series. Yes. I fucking loved the music in this. Yeah, I am going to be downloading this, this the album. The whole damn thing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Dead Kennedys start playing at one point and I was like, motherfucker. Also, this is not dancing. This is, yeah, I honestly thought he was having a seizure. I did too. I'm like, oh, he's having a seizure. Like, this is the bad thing that's going to happen is that he's having a seizure. Nope. He's just remarkably awkward. Yep. So is she. I mean, she's like flailing at him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, is this supposed to be like a reference to the end of Jacob's Ladder? I I mean. And like that crazy dance scene. That was something else. So that is it for our mini-sode of Halloween Ends. Join us next week where we talk about Dr. Sleep. We are jumping right into that. Uh, no, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> we, are jumping right into we are jumping right into a movie that came out four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on Spotify. We have our Instagram, F and Frights Podcast. We have our Twitter, F and Frights Pod. We have our Facebook, Friday Night Frights, uh, our website, fnfrightspodcast.com. If you have any thoughts, feelings, or emotions, you're welcome to scream them at us at scream at fnfrightspodcast.com, uh, our email. And we do have our YouTube video page where we do upload monthly videos. <laughs> videos again, uh, for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> But you can find us on YouTube by searching for Friday Night Frights Podcast. And last but not least, we do have our Patreon, our Fright Club. And Katie? Yes, Sean. What is the first rule of Fright Club? The first rule of Fright Club is leave fucking town. Yeah, just get out of there. If the entire... If you can't go to a bar or a grocery store without someone harassing you, like, it's not admitting defeat to leave town. Here's the thing. If you're already having a bad time, yeah, and you're staying in the town where you're having a bad time, you're going to continue to have a bad time. Yep. 
Leave. Especially when everyone knows who you are and they're intent on making sure you have a bad time. Yep, absolutely. And when there is a, you know, semi-human serial killer who knows where you fucking live. And just disappeared. Who just disappeared and you don't know that he's dead. And he just like has this obsession also with being in this town. Maybe go to not that town. It seems too obvious. I mean, just leave. We hope you enjoyed this Friday Night Bite. Join us next week for the big fight. But until then, sleep tight. <laughs>